what it is. How's it going, everybody? Today, we're going to be talking about The Boys Season 3. The whole new premiere just came out. We're going to talk about all the things from the blood and guts, all the gore, the violence, sex, debauchery, more adult things. So keep the kids at home for this one. But if you want to hear what we have to say, sit back, relax, grab a snack, grab a beverage, and sit on down and listen to the first ones to die. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the first ones to die. I am your host, Jerome Brett. I'm also joined by my fantastic co-host, Alex. I, I don't want to say your last name if you don't want me to. <laughs> I mean, it's like fine. Um you're welcome to try to say it properly. Well, I, I know it's Andrade, right? The American version, yes. Yeah. American okay. version. Uh, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Alex Andrade <laughs> is with us as well. If you're listening you uh, and you did not catch last week's episode, you might be thinking to yourself, where's Jonathan? Where's Jonathan at? I came for Jonathan. Don't worry. He's just taking a small hiatus uh from the show for a bit uh but he will be back next month so for now you're gonna get a few episodes of myself and alex as well as some uh special guests that we will pick up along the way so you know possibly some returning people some new people so be on the lookout for that and if you would like to be a guest on our podcast Email us at the first ones to die at gmail.com. We are always looking for new people to join the first ones to die family to discuss all things of pop culture. So when you send your email, just let us know a good way to contact you um, and you know what topics you would like to talk about. Small prerequisite, you do need to have your own recording equipment. Um, if you're going to be out of state from Washington State, if you're within Washington State, uh, and you'd like to do one in person, just let us know. If the, if you prefer Zoom, we can do that as well. But again, same rules apply. Have your own recording equipment if you can, please. Other than that, Alex, how are you doing? Uh, I am good. Um, haven't done much. I kind of watched this season of Boy, or what we're reviewing just recently. So that was taking up a majority of my time. But um it's been kind of a slow week. I got to hang out with a friend, which was nice. Haven't gotten to have one-on-one -on -one time with her in a bit. And, you know, yeah, nothing too exciting, which, again, it, it's nice in my life when nothing's too exciting. When I have, like, a, like a leveled week nowadays, I mm -hmm. feel like having, like, a boring week. People are like, oh, I'm like, no, I'm happy for that. And then Cheddar's just sleeping in the background. <laughs> little His little leg right there. Uh, how have you been, Jerome? I've been good. Been good. Been chilling. Uh, mostly been uh, killing time, trying to uh, get my life back together. <laughs> as far as like, I have a lot of irons in the fire, so I'm trying to kind of condense some things down, get more focused. Um, but also enjoying a, a little bit of media stuff here or there. Uh, just started Miss Marvel, which that's great. Um, in my opinion, I love the first episode, so can't wait to see more. Also, still watching Obi Wan Kenobi. It, it it's not it's not this most recent episode not as good as the first three, but you know I'm still willing to give it a chance. It's not Boba Fett levels yet, so I'm I'm down to to check it out. And um, 
What else have I been watching? Obi Wan um, Kenobi. That's the one with Ian McGregor. McGregor. Ian McGregor. Right. Ian McGregor. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I recall some stuff. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, we got Obi Wan. Uh, looks good. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> you know. And I was I would say I'm watching the boys, but obviously because we're doing this review, so <laughs> that is true. That's uh, what it is. Um, but other than that, life is good. Things are good. I mean, I've never I've been wanting to watch the boys. That was always something that was like on my list because I like Carl Urban, um, and that connects to actually I've been rewatching Star Trek. Uh, but the original, like the original, I, every time I'm like, oh yeah, I'm watching the Star Trek movies. They're like, oh, you know, the newer one. I'm like, no, the original, the motion pictures. Um, or it's called the motion picture. And I have to remind everybody that I I love the old ones so much as well as them. As long as I always keep in mind that the old ones are a technically in a different universe compared to the old ones, I enjoy the new ones. When yeah, they're not they're like a different timeline. Yeah, right? I, I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I like that they did that, that they completely did a different timeline. This is a different space. So they don't kind of wreck the original Star Trek because my mom did um, kind of raise me to be a Trekkie. And just it's still so good. And I love it. And I forgot how much how bitchy Spock is in the Star Trek, the motion picture. He's going through some stuff and I get it. But like. Kirk and Bones miss him and love him, this man, and it's just he's being kind of bitchy towards them, and it's like, dude, come on. And also, you will see me throughout this episode fidgeting with my hair, but that's because I just took a shower, and it's humid, and my hair gets it tends to get a little frizzy and wavy, so you will, everybody will see me, if you're watching the video version, will see me constantly just playing with my hair, and that's why. Um, I need to get an AC unit in my, or either that, an air purifier in my apartment because I can't ever open my freaking windows because the ba- uh, the apartments next to me on either side both have balconies and they smoke cigarettes and weed mm-hmm. out there, so I can't ever open my windows without like having cigarette or weed smell trickle in. So it I, gives me headaches. I have like one window and I put a fan in front of it to get the breeze going through because. I- like, I have pretty poor air circulation here, but the thing is, it just gets so humid in here because of the lack of air circulation as well. And with because I'm, you know, Mexican, my hair tends to get a, re- a little frizzy when you're, you know, ethnic. Your hair has different texture than others. So I get to wake up and see what kind of state my hair is in. And if I have to do something with it or anything, I haven't really been doing it. But yeah, you will see me fidgeting with my hair. Um, sorry about that if it annoys anybody, but just I have this like lovely loopy thing keep going on over my ears and it's just driving me bonkers. And I don't know how to use bobby pins. I've tried to learn. You don't this is not something you have to worry about, Jerome. But bobby pins. Nope. <laughs> they come in packs of like a thousand and like you end up losing every single one. So but let's talk about the boys. Yeah, for those who do not know, when we do our reviews, uh, we do a general topics uh, discussion, and then we, uh, ge- or general discussion rather, where we just discuss our feelings, our thoughts about the show, what we liked, what we didn't like, that sort of thing. Then we go into spoilers. So if you haven't seen the boys premiere uh, or any of the episodes yet, 
um, which we'll mainly talk about the first four because that's all that's out at the time of this recording. So if you haven't seen any of those four, we will do a general discussion in the beginning with no spoilers, and then we will get into spoilers after that. So you've been fairly warned. Uh, Alex, we'll start with you. What did you think of the the first season, first few episodes of season three of The Boys? Um, so I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. I did skip season two because I had not watched The Boys, and I watched season one, which I really enjoyed. There was a, it was a very chaotic, and I love that about the show. There's a lot of like chaos, but it still has a good rhythm to it. Uh, so I enjoyed season one. Season two kind of had that, you know, season two blues where they lagged a little bit. Um, so closing in on this time frame, I was like, yeah, let me just skip to season three. And season three, I ended up liking and not liking. I don't know what I was expecting from season three, being that I only watched season one and half season two. So I kept getting like shot like, oh, all right, this is what. OK, this is what they're doing. OK. And there were just a lot of things where I was just like, was this necessary? And <laughs> did this need to happen? Um, my favorite parts are anything to do with Carl Urban. Uh, he's just so handsome. And also, I just like how he his, his character uh, has been or developed. Because you said this, these comics only came out in 2009. I think so. 2009, 2008, somewhere. Yeah. There. So I was, ex- don't know what I was expecting from early 2000, like comic book styling, because the early 2000s were very weird, I feel like. So, but his, his character is very complex and interesting. And I enjoyed that to see his like battle about, you know, facing these supers, but also trying to figure out, you know, how to defend everybody at the same time he's really one of those like he's kind of a gross looking person but like he has that heart of gold and he is the one who wants to you know save everybody in the end so i appreciate that and then i'm gonna say this now and i apologize for any comment that comes afterwards um i understand soldier boy's character is not a good man however jensen eccles in that suit Damn, uh, that takes me right back to 14-year-old Alex and just, like, every scene. He's not a good man, and I understand that his character is awful. But he's, like, yeah, that's that's, a, that's my general thought. It's mainly that. It's like, uh, Jensen Nichols and that, too. Um, that's where my consensus is. But so far, I've been I've been enjoying the show. I think it's actually pretty good, and I feel like it's... I like how they're portraying like superheroes and the comp the god complex that they have and Homelander's issues and Homelander creeps me he's creepier this season. Like he's just like creepier this season and I don't know why he's creepier this season. Maybe because he's getting he feels like the screws in his head are a lot more loose. And it's the threat of that. Um cuz he still has such popularity with the with the people that this really unstable man who has all these powers still has such high popularity kind of mirrors nowadays sometimes. So, um, but again, the show I'm enjoying it so far. I am definitely going to watch. I only got through the first three episodes. 
which is sad because they just released the fourth episode today when we are recording um and i didn't get to watch it yet what about you what you're thinking of the show so far gotcha yeah so if you haven't watched episode four i'll, I'll just stick to episode three uh or uh the first three episodes um general thoughts i'm liking this season it's really awesome uh i think it's it's interesting because it's like season one and season two are very much like season one is is virtually like the comic um they make some really great changes compared to the comic because the comic is like i me personally i don't like the comic <laughs> like it's just i just i don't um i like the concept but the the comic is just so the comic is so like childish at times with like its depiction of superheroes like it's its whole thing is just being like like for example um in season one um the whole like thing with uh starlight being uh sexually assaulted by the deep yeah in the comics like you know in the in the show it's just the deep in the comics it's homelander the deep and black noir all three of them and it's like and and it's played up for for yucks at times like it's just like it's so it's that type of thing everything is always to the extreme at the behest of being like look how stupid these heroes are and they're all super sexually depraved and rapists and monsters and stuff and it, it just it takes it to this level that's completely yeah. ridiculous so i like that the show kind of dumbs it down and it's just like let's be more realistic <laughs> and and actually say something with this show um so i really like the show um and i like that season three is continuing to have some commentary on uh guy, like on guy complex and extremism like especially because it's like you know you have homelander is clearly like losing it compared uh since season two and he's kind of taken on a new role where he's this um a lot of people look at him as this like larger than life figure and even though we haven't gotten there yet there's hints already of like how it will lead to a lot of people who just follow him blindly because they're like he's a man who isn't afraid to say what he wants to say and we've seen what that like in real life what happens when yep. you have a group of very like influential yeah, easily influence people who listen to a man who just says whatever he wants to say and has ultimate power. So I think it's really cool that like they're kind of having that with Homelander's character. But then at the same time, I like where the boys are at. I like each of their little story elements. Where Mother's Milk is is really interesting. Huey's dilemmas in regards to having uh, Starlight as his girlfriend and kind of the, the the issues that come with that with her being like this very powerful and very um influential person and he's kind of like the background guy um so there's like a lot of stuff there with them and then where billy butcher is um is really interesting especially with the this is in the trailer so i don't feel like this is too much of a spoiler but the idea of him possibly getting powers is like interesting considering where he started in season one where he just hates soups almost to a racist degree (laughs) yeah so the idea of like him also getting powers and becoming the thing he hates like where does that come from and all that stuff so i really like where these first three episodes put us i'm excited to see where the rest of it goes um having seen episode four without spoiling it i can say it's good um it just keeps it going so 
I'm, I'm liking season three so far. I'm excited to see where they go and how it ends, especially with uh, there's a lot of mystery around Soldier Boy in the first three episodes. Like we get to see him a little bit, but we don't really get to know a lot about him. Um, the person uh, there's implications that uh, later he will be <laughs> terrible. But for now, yeah. it's like we only got like one real scene where you got to actually hear him talk. Um so I'm curious to see like where that goes too, because especially because Jess Knackles has been like in all of the promotional material for this. And I'm like, he's barely in the show. There's only eight episodes out of the three we've gotten so far. He's in all of like five minutes. So, <laughs> so I mean, it's kind of weird to me that like he's, he's been so at the forefront of all the he, promotional material, but he's not really in the show that much. I've seen like clips on TikTok. He comes out more in the fourth episode if, that I haven't gotten seen yet, or he is he or presented is his, on? Is he presented or is his introduction into the modern day, like into like the actual proper cast? Um, and even then, it's it's just that it's just the introduction. We don't really get get like a whole scene with him. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 feeling like five and six and seven and eight is when we'll actually get to see Soldier Boy like do stuff. <laughs> um, but- right now, he's still it's still a lot of like. Oh, Soldier Boy was this. Soldier Boy was that. What happened to Soldier Boy? We don't know. Like, so it's like kind of waiting to see what he does or who he is for real, for real. Yeah. Um, I do know they've already been renewed for like a season four, so we'll probably get more of pro- of Soldier Boy in season four. I feel like, but you never know. Um, they- I hope so, because you know they already killed Stormfront. <laughs> yeah. They did that. So, the, the little boy did that too. Can't remember his name, right? Yeah, he he the, shredded her yeah, uh, he with did. his laser beam. Ryan in season Ryan. two. Yeah. So so we don't we don't have like Stormfront really. Um, uh, <laughs> like she's because she was the big bad in season two. I so. wonder if they'll do, because they. Well, I'll wait till we go into spoilers. To say about yeah. why they really want um, Soldier Boy. Well, we'll get like, so like, that's our general thoughts. Overall, we both like it. We'll continue to watch. Um, if you want to, you know, tune out now because you haven't seen the first three episodes and you want to see more, you know, pause this, then go watch that, then come back and watch this, whether that be on YouTube or if you're listening to it on any of the streaming sites like Spotify and Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff. Um, and if you like what we do, you know, this is now is a good time to say, leave a like, you know, comment below. Tell us what you thought about the first three episodes if you or what you're excited about most for these first three episodes and stuff like that. And uh, leave us, you know, five stars and all that good stuff. Uh, but if you're sticking around, spoilers time. So, Alex, go ahead and say what you're going to say. <laughs> um, well, they're looking for Soldier Boy because they believe there's a weapon that killed him. Because right now, supers can't be killed. And so, they believe him dead. But, you know, discovering more, he might not actually be dead, which they find out he's not. But, like, originally, they're they're trying to seek him out to find a weapon. And it just... When you mentioned about how Carl Urban's character, Butcher... Kind, he, he wants superpowers this season. This season, he kind of wants that superpowers. And in fact, he does get them. He does get that basically super, super serum to turn him and have. Yeah, which is, 
hero powers. Hero powers for like 24 hours. Yeah, which the 24 hours feels like a long time because I think it's stretched between two episodes. Um, yeah, cause, well, I assume that the, the implication is he took it at night. So technically he would still have his powers into the next day. Till the, till I, the yeah, it'd be like a solid in the morning and stuff. 24. Um, it bringing up that he was kind of almost racist towards supers. I mean, it, it makes sense that he wants superpowers because a lot of times when people are racist or something like that, there's a hate to kind of what they want that they don't have. And, you know, that mm. whole like, well, you don't need this and this because we don't have it. And it's like, well, it's not about you. And he kind of has that same vibe of where he's like, you kind of see, well, they get to have all this stuff and they get to do all this stuff and nobody's checking them. Well, it's like, you, there, uh, yeah, there should be somebody kind of checking them, but at the same time, they can't help how they were born either. And then when he's finally op- offered the opportunity to almost become one, he takes it. But still, while hunting for this weapon, that can end them. So it's he's okay with the artificial serum that he's using to give him superpowers, but then he's like looking for a way to kill supers under the guise of ending... Um, crap, what's his name? Homelander. Homelander. Homelander is such a stupid name. I, I feel like it's such a stupid... Like, all the other ones, I like their names, and then like, there's just, like, Superman Homelander. Superman was taken, so... <laughs> but still, like, Homelander. Like, and also, so was Captain America, so they couldn't use that either. They couldn't even use America, too. That was taken. Exactly. But, like, I feel like... Well, Homelander- actually, by the time the comic came out, America Chavez didn't exist, so they couldn't maybe they do America. They could have just called her... Called them America, then. Oh, <laughs> uh, I feel like Homelander's too. So I can see the train of thought that's been going on through his mind. Uh, starting with season, you know, three, we see him dealing with this new role of having a kid in his life now with Ryan, trying to protect him from Homelander. And Homelander kind of seeking the kid out, but not at the same time, which I found interesting because Homelander only brings it up like once like, oh, I'm going to find my kid. But he's not actively doing anything to search. I think he's just distracted. Like right now, he's more involved in this whole like trying to build a super army, <laughs> um, like thing. Which also, I slightly gave away the spoiler that Stormfront's dead. Um, but that happens in this season, season two because we see that she's in. Well, season two she gets shredded with laser eyes, but then at the oh. top of season three, she still is. She's still Never. alive, but she's in like a hospital bed. Given Homelander hand jobs, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that was like the weirdest like scene ever, and I was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" The first For me, episode, it was like, "Why does it sound so wet? Like did he, she didn't lube up or nothing? Like so, why does it sound like that? It sounds so gross." I was like, "What is going on?" Talking about dude? weird sex stuff, the deep sleeping with his—is it his wife or his it's girlfriend? His wife, yeah. His wife while staring at the octopus. I was, that was one of the scenes I was like. <laughs> Oh my god, why though? Why? That, and I didn't want how, to see that. How about the first, the very first sexual debauchery scene of freaking like uh termite who's basically Ant-Man oh shrinking god, down yeah. and going into this his boyfriend's like uh urethra. I'm I i do not want to say it any more any all more urethra, vulgar than that. Yeah, urethra is a correct term. Um, yeah, it was, I, especially because of how it's filmed too. It's not like they they show you like you can see it. You're you're in the urethra with them. 
Not uh, only you're in the urethra with him, you see him like enter it. It's just so like weird. And I was like, I don't think any dude would be into this. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not gonna go in. We're not gonna go into that. Um, people, I'm just saying. I, I feel people like they wouldn't be down. You never know. I, I guess <laughs> there's like people are all into different things. Um, do I understand it? No. Do I want to learn more about it? Absolutely not. But people have preferences and, you know, as long as everything is consensual and everybody's adult, everybody do their own thing. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, But like, yeah, the like just right off the bat, all the sex scenes in episode one were just like this. This feels like all a lot when everything is going on the way it's going on. And it they were just like gross and thing do you is it worse than euphoria though in euphoria there was no man going up another man's urethra (laughs) and i didn't have to go with them i went with that man so that yeah it this is worse every time that you're walking down the street and then and then he blows up he he like gets big again because he sneezes because they're doing Which like, my thing um, is, I'm like, how do you function? You you could just sneeze and accidentally go, grow back to the same size. Well, I guess he doesn't. He well, he's like snorting a crap ton of cocaine, so he doesn't have control over his powers. Like all the drugs they were all doing throughout the season make you like lose control. You're not gonna have as much focus. And I'm guessing with your powers, you need a a, a certain amount of focus, right, to like control them. Um, I don't, I don't know. Also, this guy is, I, I wonder if it's the same, because uh, in season one, we saw the same thing of like a small, a shrinking guy, but he jumped into a, a woman's vagina. So I'm wondering, is Termite, is that the same person? Is he bi? Because cause I, I can't imagine know. there's like too many people who can shrink. I don't know. <laughs> in, I mean, in there's the world of the boys. Termite. Ant Man, there's an ant. There's like money, little bugs. I mean, people. I mean, yeah, in general, but I mean, just in the Marvel, in the boys' universe. What is the boys? Are they part of Marvel, Dark Horse, DC? No, they're their own thing. It's oh, they're their own thing, which explains why they're on Amazon Prime or anything. Um, what did you think about the way they introduced to Soldier Boy? Because I feel because I I had asked you earlier if they had mentioned him in season two. Because the way they, I felt like they started talking about it, they had already made some like background reference or the, or they already had like established that they're going to start looking for this man or bring him up properly. Mention him by name or something in the second season, but then I found out, no, he's not. So he was really just like, hey, this is what we're hunting for. Okay, everybody's on board. Like all of a sudden, like it's everything about Soldier Boy. And I feel like, like a step was missed almost when talking about well, it. It's the same thing with Stormfront a little bit, where in season two, Stormfront just comes out of nowhere. We don't even get an explanation of, like, we get an explanation of where she comes from and her backstory, like, that she was another soup and she's a Nazi and, like, from the original, um, like, not, you know, World War II and has existed all this time. But we don't even get an explanation of, okay, when she was Liberty and then she did that thing and then she did, like, she, you know, she brutalized that, that, uh, kid and then she just disappears. Where has she been? 
Because I imagine someone that powerful doesn't just decide, yeah, I want to be a superhero. Like, you don't just be like, hey, you can't be a superhero anymore. If they want to, they can. So where has she been all this time until now? We don't get those explanations because she didn't exist until now. Um, I mean, because as that long character, as you don't use your powers, I feel like it would be I guess easy you can just hide to, in plain sight. Yeah, yeah, you can just duck into the hum- humanity. Because then they're just looking for people who are using their powers. Right? But it's just, you know... Um, I think with Soldier Boy, it's the same thing where they're like, well, we want to introduce this character. So we're going to focus like, but we have eight episodes. So we need to like, from episode one, like quickly establish like this guy's a big deal and he's going to be important. Um, I feel like they could have done that. Because they did Stormfront too. And Stormfront immediately shows up in episode one. She's like, yeah, I'm a new character and I got all this stuff now and cool. And you're just like, okay. (laughs) I I feel like they should have at least like done one I mean, they name dropped him in the second season, but it was very much like a throwaway line. Like, you, if you're not paying attention, you would forget about it. Yeah, you could have somebody already researching him and being like, "Hey, I think I might have a way to stop superheroes," and then like have more information on that. Because again, the reason they're looking for a soldier boy is because they believe there was a weapon created that could kill a soup. Which I don't like that they call them soups, by the way. That. Does not, I feel like, just call I feel like super. it makes sense. Like, just that's a slang. Like, that would be a slang way to refer to, like, soup. a superhero as a soup. Yeah. Something like, soup just sounds like, to be in, like, a, a serious... Soup is faster. If, if, to be in a serious meeting and then all of a sudden somebody turns to me and be like, these soups are dangerous. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably, well, you say it I'd like probably that. start yeah, it sounds stupid. No, you gotta say it. These, like, that's how like I talk, normal. though. That is how I talk, though. Soups. That is what I sound like. So if I say it in a serious meaning... Then no, it's just somebody... you said, like, these soups are dangerous. No one says it like that. They would just be like, man, these soups are out of control or something like that. I don't know. These soups are out of control. It still sounds ridiculous to me. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I like I like Soldier Boy's uh, portrayal. Um, especially compared... Again, like I said, I don't really like the comic that much. Because, like... And I'm glad they've made the changes they have. Because, like, for example, Stormfront in the original uh, comic was A, a dude, and B, um, like, the the origin was the same, but he was all, like, stupid and <laughs> not really important. In uh, Same thing with Soldier Boy. In the comics, Soldier Boy is Homelander's, like, sidekick, like, his Bucky, essentially. And he's, like, obsessed with, like, I think, like, uh... No, I'm thinking of somebody else. But he has like a thing about like some sexual depravity thing. Everybody's got a thing. Like there's one character in the comic whose whole thing is he's obsessed with putting things up his butt. Like all like no, no, that is Soldier Boy. That's his thing. Another person he loves to have sex with everything, including cars and stuff. And it's just like that's the comic. That's that's the whole comic. It's just that. Um So I and Soldier Boy also is like for lack of a better term, like a bitch in the comic. <laughs> like he's not a manly man. Like every vert, every like image of him is him crying or like shaking in his boots or something or super scared. So it's like, I am glad they have completely redone his character for this show. Like entirely. <laughs> it seems. <laughs> I... Oh, appropriate, right? Um, I love Jensen Eccles. I'm really excited that they 
chosen, but honestly, I probably wouldn't have started watching the show had it not been for him. Probably wouldn't have done this review had it not been for him. <laughs> oh, I love that man. I think he um, does a great job, even though he's playing a terrible person. Or right. not even, like, terrible. Just sexist. Like, so sexist. Well, like, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure the more we, the more he comes out, the more we're going to find out he's actually, like, super horrible and done all this, like, well, horrible it's just stuff. The fact of, like, you know, he, like, because uh, the only scene we get with him, like, h- him as opposed to, like, a picture, is um, when uh, Mallory's telling that story of when they were in um, Nicaragua. Yeah. And uh, and he he hits on her, and when she turns him down, he's just like, well, like, well, you know, if you were, if you, if you, uh, you know, uh, dressed up nicer instead of playing Captain Lesbo, and I'm just like, Really, dude? Like that is the <laughs> like. But I mean, back then that was that would have been the way to say it. But I'm like, even now, it's like Captain there are Lesbo. some dudes that still act that still think like that to this day. Oh, it's like, yeah. oh, she's not into me. She's clearly gay. Like, screw you, man. <laughs> when I've had those interactions, I tell them, like, I'm gay now. <laughs> After speaking with you, yes, I am. <laughs> I've made the active because, decision. <laughs> I've, ma- I've made it uh, absolutely yes. Now it is confirmed. I was Thank on you. the fence before, but now this, now this, let's this we're going to say fun. yes. We're just going to say yes now. Uh, he yeah, because originally I know he's going to be more horrible, but they haven't portrayed him that way yet. So it's kind of nice to see that. Uh, I do like his the the team they built for him. Oh my god, when they when Butcher went to go speak to gunpowder at that gun show. Oh my that gosh, was the gun hilarious. rally. The gun rally. <laughs> the fact that he walks in and they're like, Oh, what's what's that? He goes to the metal detector. He's like, Oh, sorry. He's like, here. He's like, Oh, nice piece. Okay, you're good. It's like they need to like <laughs> he's like, Okay, sure, whatever. And I was like, I wonder if, like, a gun rally, if you walk through and the metal detector doesn't go off, they're like, where's your weapon? Like, <laughs> we we have some spares over there. You can take one while you're walking around. And, like, just I just love whole- his speech. His speech was so, like, oh, my God, this is how they think for real. <laughs> like, just... He, it's just tr- like first they're gonna talk they first they want to take prayer out of schools next thing you know we're gonna be in prison camps and they're gonna they're gonna make all our all our children queer this is bullshit <laughs> i'm just like dude calm it down like take it down and i i will say <laughs> the way they uh portray extremists in the show is actually very well done because usually when you see extremists and like other shows or like movies and stuff they're like already at like commander level nazi style (laughs) you know they're already like there and you're like oh shit like everybody can see but like this one's more like a today standard realistic where like they're skewing enough where people are kind of like can kind of see where you but then they go from like this one thing that they believe in to like this alternate reality and it's like oh okay you went through mental gym la- gymnastics there, and I wasn't prepared for that, so I don't Listen, know where I you're going. Listen, I wish I had the gymnastic fortitude to make those leaps <laughs> that they are making in their head, because good God, it's like I've, the hoops I've, they jump through to make the, to get to those conclusions is just like... I've listened to some of them on like TikTok, and I still don't understand how they get there, and some of them have tried to walk through it, and it's just like... <laughs> 
I still don't understand how you're getting from A to like L. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And I'm I'm proud to say I can't figure it out because apparently I can't think like them. Which I appreciate though that they do. They also make fun of it from the other side too because it's like they go to um, when they went to the theme park to brave Mabes like oh. LGBT like the, area, oh, and I was the- like. When I saw the BLM BLTs, I was oh. like, "Oh no, I'm done. All right, I can't do it no the, more." The, the woke woke, <laughs> the woke woke, the noodles. I was earlier. I was like, "Woke walk." I was like, "Yo, woke walk." I yeah, I saw that. I was like, "This looks awful." The all inclusive park, and I was, I was like, "Everything's like it." it everything's looks, covered in rainbows. <laughs> yeah, everything's covered in rainbows. The B yeah BM. BML, BLT, and then there was another one that was LGBT something. And I just was like... I was expecting LGBT barbecue or something like that. <laughs> like Or LGB, Honestly, bar, LGBBQ or something like that. I don't know. BLM barbecue would have made more sense and good That would have been more racist because it's like black people would have made more sense. You know. <laughs> and it would have been racist. So it's like... Because sometimes the inclusion the extremists of the inclusion people go to that racist point where they're like oh we're trying to be inclusive inclusive so like here's this Mm -hmm. and it's like dude that's a stereotype you are aware of that like type of white people that are like i don't see color i always (laughs) always, like yeah i've had like somebody say that to me and i'm like dude yeah you don't have to see color that's a difference but you don't see it you don't have to see it I am also, yes, you do look in the mirror <laughs> yes, and I see it. I mean, they don't have to like worry about like seeing it. They can. Oh, no, I know what you mean. I just mean like, yeah, it's like, yeah, you don't see color until you're in a neighborhood you think is a little too sketchy. <laughs> then the second you see a black man come up to you, he could be asking you for directions and you, you would clutch your pearls. Get out of here, bro. Yeah, no. Yeah. Seeing that park, I was like, dear God, this is a nightmare of somebody who is super trying to be inclusive and just like ends up being like racist or offensive. Like I've had, I've met a couple friends, parents who've done that to me where they're like, Oh, we're going to, they're like, you can come over this night. That's taco night. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, so you just going to invite me to taco, taco night. Yeah. I eat so many other stuff, but okay. <laughs> Or, like, I've had friends be like, oh, I don't really have tequila, but I do have, like, this to drink. And I'm like, I, I wasn't need- asking yeah, for tequila. I, wasn't, like- <laughs> I was just asking. First of all, it's, like, Wednesday night. I do not need tequila. Uh, secondly, it, it, just a Coke. Fine, then. Don't have to I just want water. Yeah. Like- <laughs> at, this, at this point, I'm like, I think I'm good. I'm not even that thirsty anymore. So, like, that's the, like, inclusion that I was seeing there. I was just having flashbacks. Like, oh, I remember all these times. <laughs> so that was entertaining they did and i love that how every superhero that like retires almost has a singing career or they're doing something in the performing art they it's the pageantry (laughs) that's still there and i was like well i guess a lot of superheroes have they they do do that pageantry and this is kind of a nice reminder or like yeah a nice reminder that a lot of the superheroes you're watching in books or watching on movies or reading in books, it's a 
it's pageantry. They have to keep up this like look and like after they're done saving people, that pageantry doesn't leave. They have to now go on like this whole different style, which is like singing at a horrible inclus- inclusive park or like theme park. <laughs> theme park or the gun <laughs> or show. Going, or- going to a gun rally and just promoting like complete gun use and everything else. Like all bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just appreciate the show for being unbiased. Like the show is like, no, 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 D- don't make no mistake. Both sides have negative sides to them. Like there are some right wing nuts out there, but there are also some leftist like extremists who are just like everything has to be ultra inclusive all the time, nonstop. And it's just like there is like it's it. It's not saying one's wor- necessarily worse than the other, but just pointing it out and being like, "It's funny because both these things exist." End up going in like a almost like a circle sometimes too, because you're looping back to almost what one extreme side. Well, the extreme side's very very accepting. The point you're just kind of using stereotypes and racist styles, and like I'm mm-hmm. not feeling too safe, and I'm not feeling safe <laughs> with the right. So like, yeah, I I do like how. Basically, they still had to deal with all these awful people, but it was in different styles. Yeah. And it was interesting also to see Soldier Boy's girlfriend being at the conclusion park, but his partner? Sidekick. His sidekick. Yeah. Uh, being at the gun rally, and it's like, we, does Soldier Boy fall in the middle? Is that why he's established a relationship with these two? Or did these two decide to go like this way because they all had this different interpretation because when you show the scene in episode three when when um mallory is talking about what happened in nicaragua during the cold war like uh gunpowder is shooting off like just you know round after round after round into everybody he's shooting off into you know their own side as well as the enemy side and soldier boy is just trying to fight the enemy and then i didn't really see what was Crimson her name? Countess, Crimson? Like, she Crimson Countess. Uh she kills um like two of Mallory's men, but she does feel like kind of apologetic about it in that she like doesn't know what she's doing <laughs> like at all. Yeah, so it's like, oh, okay, the same event affected them both so differently because she's also like crying and freaking out when she realizes or she thinks Soldier Boy is dead. Mm-hmm. You know, she's having also this moment of like to have loved him so you also get that side and it's also a good way to represent that you may have gone through the same experience as somebody but you can different definitely come out as a different person on the other side as like or you can come out completely different even though you've shared the same experience and had the same trauma or anything you can come out a whole different way than the other person it's the way we experience things and that was kind of a good side of that because then i think if you don't know the comics or don't know too much about Soldier Boy, you you kind of get this idea of like what he may come out as after going through everything. Because they tried to portray him not as so bad, but he went through the trauma. But when they both went to a different extreme, so it's like, what is he going to come out as? Because we do know he's coming back, so it's like he has that other added stuff with it. Um, do you think the way they established like the flashback was a good way to set him up because it did just talk about his death. Did they ever explain why him and his like team was there? 
Yeah, essentially, essentially, Stan was trying. Stan Edgar was trying to do the same thing that um, in the first season, Madeline Stilwell was trying to do, which is just get soups into the military. And so this was his attempt to kind of soft, um, softly get make that happen um, back when he was young. But then it fell apart. So then he probably was like, "All right, maybe, maybe next time." <laughs> you know, not not right now, and uh, especially because Soldier Boy um, apparently was in the war when he was younger during World War II. So, which yeah, it's mainly because you know, because Soldier Boy is supposed to be Captain America. Like he's supposed yeah. to be that. Like if Homelander's Superman, um, in fact, Payback for the most part is like the Marvel heroes, except Black Noir, um, especially with how like down to earth they are. You know. Um, yeah. compared to like the other superheroes who are like these larger than life like people. You can definitely see the way they establish uh, him as like a Captain America parody because that one when they're in the conclusion park and they're watching the film about Soldier Boy and he's like in the trenches he's like come on boys that was almost a scene out of Captain America because they had him for all that pageantry and stuff and be like you know we're gonna set up scenes where it looks like he's fighting the war but he didn't fight in the war when he first got his super serum. So, yeah, or in the movies exactly. at least. I I am unaware of the comics. I did not read it. I mean, Captain America is like it, he's been rebooted a bunch of times. Because um, in the original, his original comics came out in the nineteen forties. So that yeah, <laughs> I mean, even, I don't really <laughs> so read did, too like, many superhero like. Stuff. Uh, and... but, um, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go go. Well, I was just gonna say. Uh, just so we we get uh, so that's like we talked a lot about payback. What do you think about the boys this season? Like, um, especially because a lot of them or each of them are dealing with something completely different. Like Huey's got his old insecurities with Starlight, especially with her uh, coming in contact again with uh, formerly Drummer Boy, but now Supersonic, who's like, who's a, I'm not gonna lie, handsome who, dude who actually seems who like a again, nice guy. <laughs> was a singer. He was a boy band. Yeah, like, all of them can sing. Um, and then, but then you also have like Kimi- Kimiko and Frenchie, like they're starting to wonder if they even want to be a part of the boys anymore. Mother's Milk has this thing with Soldier Boy. He's trying to deal with his OCD. Why is he called Mother's Milk? So <laughs> they probably won't do this in the comics. So I don't feel bad spoiling this. But again, I I can't stress enough how much I don't like this comic. <laughs> like, wait, 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 the- wait, 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 wait. Does it actually have to do with like breastfeeding? Kind of. I don't want to know that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's no, a okay, whole thing. Go, let's, now, let's, I don't know what the show is going to say if they ever give an explanation for why he's called Mother's Milk. But in the in the, in the the comic, it's it's a breastfeeding thing that is uh, kind of gross. Like, I figured, but I was like, let me ask, and I regret. Um, one of the things I <laughs> did want to ask you about, uh, speaking of inclusion, uh, A-Train... And what he was trying to do there. So they've um, they've redone like a lot of characters. A Train's one of them in the comics. He's white, so and he's also an idiot. So none of this stuff. I mean, and they, and they, like they and also in the comic, there's part. well in the comics, there's like so many superheroes. Like off the jump, there's like tons of them that we meet, and then later on, each volume becomes like. Well, what's the X-Men like in this universe? Who are the Avengers in this universe? Who are, you know, they just keep like every volume, they just keep 
having you introduce you to insert superhero team here, but they're all messed up because it's the boys. So they have to have something stupid about them. Um, uh, So it's like, um, we don't have time to focus on A-Train really in the comic, outside of the fact that he does kill Huey's uh, girlfriend in the beginning. So in uh so the the stuff they give an a train in this show is way more than a train ever got in the comic book including regarding his race but i i understand it (laughs) and it makes me laugh because i'm like you know it's very much a thing where i'm like man you're the only black representation on the show i'm glad they call him out for it and yeah. he ain't doing a damn thing <laughs> for the culture, a community, except trying to exploit it to get himself more points and get on the board. Like, cause no. he's just like, yeah, like I'm a very proud black man. And I love that he looks at the only other black person in the office <laughs> who's the marketing guy. Yeah, he, and he, he brought just- him in. And the, and the guy it, who's, you know, in the marketing was like, that he thinks it's a good idea. A train thinks it's a good idea. Um, to give a little context, a-Train, after being kind of body shamed or fat shamed by Homelander, Homelander was just being a dick, uh, he wants to rebrand himself. And he's like, well, let me use, you know, me being a black superhero as something. And it was A-Train to Africa. Yeah, A-Train to Africa. <laughs> A-Train to Africa. And then he wanted a video game or was it a VR Video well, I mean, still video game, regardless of the about yeah. the slave trade. Which I'm like, how would that work exactly? What you would be sit back in time or something, and then you free the slaves or something like that? Like, what what are you even are, pitching? Yeah, because they showed him in shackle, and I was like, are you playing a slave? Because you would play as a train, or is you a train bring? Now, like, granted. I will give you there is a game somewhat similar or close to it. Um, it's uh, Assassin's Creed. I forget what it's called, like Assassin's Creed something. It's like an Assassin's Creed DLC where you play as one of the characters from another Assassin's Creed game who's uh, Haitian, and he goes to the Caribbean, and you can free slaves and like kill slave masters and stuff. But it's the Caribbean. There is no plantations or nothing. You're on like a tropical island, like on the checkpoint before these people will get on boats that will take them to the to the states. So you're, you're stopping it before or colonies. It yeah, more or less. And it's just like so. It's like it's slightly different. And then on top of that, you're like letting like the the slaves you free, you get to train them to be assassins essentially, and like defend themselves and stuff. So it's like it's not that it's unheard of. Like there is like it it exists now. There is a game where that's possible. Well, but the way he was pitching it don't sound like it was going to be that because that is like doable. <laughs> that yes, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of like games and shows and movies <laughs> where they have like some form of slaves. They often try to keep away from black slaves on TV and movies. <laughs> I you know, uh, in fantasy, not movies. The, uh, they they do not like they'll do a historical slave biopic in a second. But um, biopic, yes. But I'm talking about like. Oh, you movies mean like where they're fictional. talking, they just have yeah. the yeah, like fictional. Um, I would prefer if they did more accurate ones with biopics, but you know how biopics are, they try to like jazz it up a little more because you know they want to sell. Um, but yeah, I was thinking, I was like, I was like, the entire time I was watching it, I was like, this is bad. I like, I know. 
black man is like trying to sell, but it's like, are you really like trying to use who you are in such a manner instead of just like rebranding your superheroism? He's like, let me use be a black man instead. But I'm curious to see where it goes because there's implications, especially once you get into episode four, that he might actually want to try and do some good. So we'll see how it goes. You know, the season's not over yet, but yeah, as it stands in- right now, it just seems like he's just being selfish A-Train as always. Yeah, because in season in season three, in episode three, I believe he's talking with his brother and his mm. brother's trying to convince him like, hey, yeah, you want to be portrayed more as black, you know, black superhero. You have to help like the black community. You have to help the community you came from, marginalized community. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I'm not like Malcolm X. Well, he he said another person before that. He's yeah, like, he said he's like, like a Michael Jordan. I'm not Malcolm yeah. X. Yeah, and I was just Which like, Michael Jordan has gotten a lot of flack from him being young in his career and not really doing a whole lot um, with his platform, you know? Oh, yeah. And he, yeah, he absolutely could have, you know, done more, especially during the time he was in the Bulls, his fame at a peak. And, you know, he, I think he could have helped a lot with minority or marginalized communities when it came to like sports. Especially because it was the 90s. Yeah. Like the 90s was the worst on the war on drugs, like was a huge problem in marginalized communities, leading to so many police brutalities and deaths, fatalities, people getting imprisoned wrongfully for having little to no cocaine, um, compared like or having crack cocaine versus powder and all this other bullshit. Or even weed. That was a whole big thing. It was also yeah. just like weed they would People have. getting more time for weed than they do cocaine. Like, it was ridiculous. So it's like, you know, it was the time. <laughs> it was the yeah, time no, that, that was a could have said something. And like helped bring some awareness. Yeah, and I think, I feel like they're probably going to push A-Train towards that way. But I just found it funny the way he was trying to present it at first. And I was the, the video game of the slave trade, I was like, wow. I was like, do you think any, if it was a black man presenting that, do you think they, you would play Jerome? <laughs> no, no, I would not play that. Because <laughs> I have standards. <laughs> That's completely like reasonable that you would have played. But I was just like, there's some people who are like, oh, I gotta, I gotta support, you know, I got a so, pre-order you know, today. I, Let me hit yeah, the GameStop real I gotta quick. I got to my own. Be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Great that you want to support somebody of your own, like, culture, minority, whatnot. But, like, also think Listen, about the product you're buying. There's limits. If people ain't buying Kanye shoes right now, like, people are not going to play that video Kanye game. Kanye has shoes? Yeah, the Yeezys. Oh, yeah. I've already forgotten. <laughs> yeah, um, he... So much. Uh, I I am loving. I like Kamiko's story this season. I really do. Um, and I like what they do with her character, where she's kind of, especially because I, Karen Fukuhara is like so good, like as an actress, just in general. She's great at stunt stunt work and um, stunt um, stunt choreography, um, and she's just and she's just cute. She <laughs> she's adorable. Um, she's she's just so cute. Um, but I think she does a great job with this character, and which I can imagine is pretty difficult considering she can't talk. So it's like you kind of have to let your face and your body do a lot of the acting for you. 
Um, so I'm curious to see where it goes, but I like the idea of her reaching a point where she's like, you know, season one, she was just, she was just the weapon, but she didn't know these people and she was angry. Season two, she find, uh, finds her brother and then she gets, and then Stormfront kills him. So then she's out for revenge. This season, she's like, okay, like the revenge is over. Like, and you know, and I'm, now I'm, I, I don't know who I am. Like, am I this monster? Like my powers make me basically like a, a, a vicious killer. Like, I, I don't want to be that, though. I want to be a normal person. I, I do like the gentleness she is now presenting. Because um, it, it's almost speaking to, like, the inner child. She wants to go on the roller coaster. She thinks this is sweet. And she's kind of expressing it more, which it, it's, it's nice to see that. Because, yeah, it looks like she's finally starting to heal. Like, she's like, oh, I don't have to be a weapon. I don't have to seek revenge because... Now I can, like, enjoy things like, you know, the horrible donut burger, which <laughs> originated in the Midwest. Listen. Because the I, Midwest. Yeah, was great I, I, I was like, like, my heart hurts looking at that, let alone <laughs> trying to eat it. That, like, I believe, was created, like, in Indiana, probably. <laughs> Midwest, you'll go there, you'll find fried butter. It's just like, uh, not to change topics, but I, I was on Instagram and, I, you know, I was scrolling through and, you know, I have, they have those, like, cooking um instagram yeah. channels they're like here's this interesting recipe one lady she like takes two bur- two burger patties puts cheese in between it then she takes a whole bunch of frozen fries she puts a bunch of fries around the burger and then she puts all of it in a deep fryer and then she's like yeah now you have fries instead of buns and i'm like are you trying to get instant <laughs> instant heart attack why would you make that i don't care how good it looks it's dangerous, and I don't. I like feel it. like sometimes it doesn't even look that good, and I don't know what compels people to like eat it or be like, "Let me do all this stuff." Like with cheese beer soup, that is a thing in Wisconsin. What the hell cheese, is that? It is cheese and beer soup style. <laughs> That's literally it. It's uh, that is a thing in Wisconsin. Like you go to the Midwest, you will find the most disgusting, horrifying, delicious fatty foods. <laughs> that will take years off your life. How delicious had to make its way in there. Because, <laughs> dude, it's not like it tastes good, but what you're eating essentially is just like pounds and pounds of lard. Ew. And, like, Ugh. you know it too? Because, like I mentioned, the fried butter, that is a real thing. And oh, I've yeah. Eaten it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know the fried butter. And, like, you feel yourself losing about five years of your life biting into that thing. But it's good, man. It is good. Whatever they use to coat the butter, it's good. And I can't even say much because even with Mexicans, we have fried ice cream. And mm. that shit, I will, I like, I'm floating on air anytime I eat it. Why? Because it's <laughs> fat. It's in the deep fryer and then it's ice cream and dairy. So, um, but going back to Kamiko's uh, character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I like how she interacted with Ryan. I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. So, yeah. It showed how they're both at this point in their their lives where they're fearing the power they have because Kamiko no longer has like an outlet for her rage or her powers, which are controlled a lot by her emotion as well, like Ryan's. And they don't have a focus. They don't have, you know, a road to go down. Right now, Ryan's kind of in hiding because his dad's trying to hunt for him. And then Kamiko, you know, lost her brother, got her brother back, 
lost them again. Star Stormfront mm-hmm. is dead. Um, and she now has to figure out: Do I stay in the boys? Do I? Am I still like working with them? Am I even needed? Because they're no longer facing like the most powerful things. Um, I do like when she breaks Huey's arm. <laughs> they have to be like, no, 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 break right here. Like, don't take his whole arm off. And she's like, oh, okay. And just like that clear break. I was like, oh, they showed the bone. Why did they have to do that? <laughs> yeah, those were some of the, that was a, I, the special effects person. Whoever made that like bone breakage thing was like For great. me, that's like making it like hard to see is the is when people explode and stuff. I'm like, I could tell it's clearly CG gore and blood, which they have to because they would not have the budget to do like practical gore and blood. But like as far as like, you know, it exploding out of people. But it's just one of those things where it's just so CG at this point where I'm like, people don't just like, like melt. And it's like a little bit. It's like every, every single uh, drop of blood, every piece of meat that makes up a body has to explode on the screen. And I'm just like, all right, you're kind of like, losing me. <laughs> I see, like, and they show the parts that have exploded. And it's like, they're, I feel like, it wouldn't be that much meat that came out everywhere because they're showing like large chunks mm-hmm. and it's like just like partial the head. It's like, where did all this like meat come from when it's like this? And so, I, yeah, I agree with you. And they also do that thing every single time the blood coats the camera to make you feel like, oh, it hit you. And it, <laughs> that feels very like campy style where they do that. And it's just like, Stop hitting it on the camera. It's more annoying. Like, I um, want to wipe it off. For me, I want to wipe it off because it's on there for no reason. What do you think about uh, going to another new character this season? She was in last season, but not as much. Um, is uh, Victoria Newman? We get some uh, implications that she's got something going on, uh, where she like blows up her childhood friend, and you find out she's from that orphanage. Also, we get an answer to what happened to Madeline's baby from season one. Because a lot of people are like, did the baby die? Did Billy just blow up that house with the baby in it? But you find out that the baby's actually here. Teddy Stillwell is there. Just like, and he can teleport. Yeah. Um, Creepy. Creepy So that's, yeah, he's very creepy. (laughs) Creepy kid. But Um, um, what do you think about Victoria Newman and her story? You think that's going anywhere? I think they're going to try. Um, definitely, I mean, because there's that. It goes back to it goes a little back to Stormfront, where she was able to go into hiding for so long. It makes sense that Victoria could hide out if she just changed her name and doesn't use her powers. Mm-hmm. What were her powers? How did she blow up her friend's head again? Wasn't it like she, her eyes went white? From what I can tell, it looks like she has to be able to look at her target. And then she can explode it. Like she can make your head explode or like the reason like that's why she kept doing him in pieces because he kept trying to cover her eyes and she could only see parts of him. So he uh, so she blew off his hand and then she blew up his like jaw. So like that's like that. And then she just blew Um, him up entirely. (laughs) I feel like a lot of superheroes powers are just blowing up. Well, because, you know, they want it to be super gory and, and and. messed up <laughs> I mean, other ways to kill people um but with victoria i don't didn't see too much of her because i didn't really watch 
uh, half of season two. Right. Um, so yeah. I don't she really shows up kind of more too much in season her. two. Yeah. Or the back I'm, end of season two is when she's more important. I like how she's becoming suspicious of Huey and then uh, Star Starlight. Yeah, Starlight. Starlight. Starlight comes and pretends to argue with Huey, and then she's like, oh, okay, this is, I'm not, I don't need to be suspicious. They're actually in a fight. Uh, <laughs> I really love that scene, because usually, you know, you get the couples either riding them out or doing, like, an awkward, like, oh, yeah, you know, he was with me, and just, you can see that suspicion still there, but this really felt like, oh, they tricked Victoria. Um, also, but- I love how she, pl- she is so, like, even though she's not dating Huey, I'm like, you were so girlfriend material. Where she kept stealing his sandwiches, <laughs> and I'm like, "That's the classic girlfriend move." It's just like, I, like you just keep taking this man's food, and if they let you, all um, he wants to do is eat <laughs> in peace. No, never. Also, yeah, this is how COVID sandwich. spread, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. That's not. Wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> COVID spread so many ways. So just so you know, ladies, all right. Next time you think about ch- taking your man's sandwich, just think about that. You could be catching a deadly virus. Well, if, they, if it's their man, they've already had their tongue down their throat. Like <laughs> stealing a sandwich isn't going to be that like final pushover. <laughs> However, I go around stealing people's food. That might be the thing that like I end up getting COVID, which thankfully <laughs> I have not gotten. Um, like. <sighs> What is with uh what what is his name, the black guy who runs the the team seven? Because oh, he is now Stan Edgar. Yeah, Stan Edgar's character because he's the one who is almost like they're making him into a father figure or the person who adopted Victoria who who originally was yeah, called Nadia. He did he did uh, adopt her, or I guess so I took care of her i guess yeah which i find weird it's like okay you have this like way to present all these superheroes but she was like that one that you couldn't do it or like was it almost it almost had this like weird vibe of like he uh with with the um umbrella academy where the guy adopted you know a bunch of these weird kids superpowers yeah it almost felt like it was that was he was trying to do by getting one like superhero kid was he gonna end up like adopting having his own team well i'm not sure he built his own team because victoria newman because his character i mean his character in the comics is um so in the comics Stillwell is a man not a woman um and it's more or less his character but i guess for season one they wanted it to be more of a, a female figure um, but then when she dies, they still want to do that character. So then they just make up a new character who has the same personality. Um, and so that's Jen Carlo Esposito's character, who's Stan Edgar. Um, but in the comics, uh, Victoria Newman doesn't exist. She's a new character. So mm-hmm. I have no clue what the goal is with her, um, compared to the comics, um, because she doesn't, she's not around. Um, in the comics, Stan Edgar, like, or Stillwell, his character is that he's, is pretty much like one for one. He's one of the ones that is exactly the same, um, where he's just this, like, kind of clearly, like, sociopathic, <laughs> like, person who um, Homelander can't stand because, but at the same time, like, wants his respect or or, or at least some type of reaction out of him, but can't. 
because Stillwell just his he like his heart never races. Like he's never scared. He's never worried. He's always like he's like Homelander is yeah, killing but- thousands of people, and he's like, oh, how impressive. Good for you. And it drives Homelander crazy because he's like, damn it. Notice me. <laughs> Witness me. <laughs> that is some serious daddy issues there. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't. Like, I feel like they can do a lot with the character they're trying to establish as her, like with the secret hidden past. But also with everything that's going around in the forefront. It should also be taking a back seat. Because, yeah, she kind of killed her childhood friend, but also he was kind of attacking her at the same time. And they also have more pressing issues. So, like, Huey needs to, like, focus. They're trying to, like, stop Homelander and getting distracted by this, like, side story. But, of course, they always have to fill out the background. So, I think they have potential with Victoria's story. But only Mm. if it's done... Well, if it's steady in the background and you're kind of learning more and more, uh, but if he like ends up being like, oh, I have a lead on this, I'm going to go when it's like, dude, we, we're in the middle of like Soldier Boy and Homeland. Like we're, we're nearing the final battle. Like <laughs> fuck your lead. Like we have other stuff to like focus on. So I think it can really split to like, well, I doubt he would actually do that. And there's always those moments where they have the character go off, you know, to have them be distracted or like to have them, you know, so they're not there in that moment. And, you know, they should have been there and the team ends up hating him and all this stuff. You know, they always have that scene in there, too. I don't want it used as a plot device like that. I think, again, it has potential. There, There is a way to use Victoria's story and kind of push it more towards the front when it becomes more urgent but right now she kind of killed one person compared to like everything else that's going on that's not so bad she's got a secret life but so does like everybody else there because the whole thing is that she killed the head of the cia in season two um Uh or at least at the time like they have a new head of the cia now but um and then she killed like a whole congress room congress room filled with people (laughs) so um that was kind of more the back end of season two so you might not have seen that scene still not bad compared to but it's like, like so it's like what's it's, going on it's the thing of like what are her goals like it does she work for Vought and so she's supposed to be like in Vought's back corner or is she like her own independent person but I do agree with you like there's a lot going on um heck we have a whole new character that is a potential new villain and so we have a lot to focus on and so it's like it, it can be a thing where if we focus too much on her character, she might be a distraction from the main plot. Um, but we'll see. I mean, we don't know. Um, last thing I wanted to talk about was uh, Starlight. Like uh, she's taken a lot of charge this time around. Normally, she's just like the girlfriend and it's mostly the the focus on the boys and Starlight's like important, but she's like kind of you know not really making decisions she's kind of just has to like go along now for the first time like we have this interesting plot detail where she's been made co-captain and so she kind of is coming to odds at odds with homelander because she wants to try and exercise some power and like make some decisions but homelander is seemingly trying to still trying to hold on to his power as well and so it's led to this interesting 
spot for her character for sure yeah i like the way huey when they were speaking on the phone um he was like well i'm with the boys and she's like kind of like why and he's like because it's not work just like doing it right trying to you know play at the you know top level where she's trying to fix the team by getting you know the most qualified people instead of what's going to be presented better um he's like it's not going to work He's like, the people in charge are not going to allow it. And you know it's not going to be allowed. Uh, and, she and the gets, game is rigged anyway. Yeah. They knew exactly who they wanted to win. And then they went and brought back the deep. And then that big scene where Homelander is like, we're dating now. And everybody's cheering excited for it. Um, she's still being pushed into such a compromising role. And I think they have a lot of again potential with this character because they can make her stronger but i think she needs to start falling into the low end and you start start fighting petty she's still trying to be too good even though she's seeing that they don't care about her they don't really care about the team they care about money and the publicity but she seems to not fully accept that yet when she's Mm -hmm. trying to demonstrate these powers um, she has to play at their game if she wants to even attempt at getting anything changed. And I do like that they made her co-captain because they were like, oh, well, yeah, he has such a bad image. And she still at that time is like, well, I don't think it's a great idea for me to be co-captain. But it's like, why? If you want to revamp stuff, why would you not take the opportunity to have a tiny bit more power like that? Well, I think it's that she's scared. Cause she's like Homelander. Homelander's pissed already. Like you're trying to like, like yeah, sure. If you make that decision, he's not gonna kill you. But he's already attempted to kill me once. Like I, I, I don't, I don't feel safe <laughs> knowing that. That's- but at the same time, like you know, I a I appreciate her name dropping Maeve and being like, how about Maeve? She's the other female on the team, and she's been here longer than I have. Why don't you ask her? But also, um, I do like that she, you know, that we have that that scene with her and Stan, where Stan's like, "Hey, power is having real power, not having superpowers. It's being able to like make decisions and then things happen." So right, which is what Stan can do. Yeah, so I was like, "That's it." Was a good scene and it was really cool. And also, I like that like Starlight did like make that decision to do that. And uh, although I think the whole thing of her making it like a like when she says that line, like no one bats an eye when like a man tries to step up. And I'm like, I don't think for Huey, that's the problem. It's not that you're a woman. So you should, you know, you shouldn't try and like go against this man. It's more like he's tried to kill you (laughs) before. And I am concerned that now you're going to be even more of a like adversary of this person who can absolutely kill you. Yeah, yes and no. I agree with her because it, it is the same thing where like Butcher keeps trying to stand up to this and they're all like, yeah, yeah, Butcher's cool to do it, but she does it. It's like, well, should you be doing this? Because she, she has more like strength and power than Butcher. So she could at least fight a little bit longer than he could com- compare if they're off in a battle between Homelander. She mm-hmm. does have more power and strength. And I think it was a little. It, no, it it was belittling of him to be like, yeah, you shouldn't do it because it's her safety. But he needs to understand, like, this is also something she clearly has to do. Because 
it's shown when her mother's forcing her into these pageantries um, that she's just been pushed around so much and told, this is what you have to do. You have to look pretty. You have to look, you know, this way. You have to do this. You have to stand and talk. You have a pain in your side, but you can't, you can't do anything about it. Just use it against. And that same, you know, hand gripping motion she does to control everything. Um, I think she needs to, you know, release the hand and just let everything out. Because she's still putting on this smile because she wants to be approachable. She wants to be liked and she wants everybody to see her almost as non-threatening when she should just start being threatening. Because all, like, people see you as threatening anyway because you're a soup. Soup. Because she's a soup. Um, And then she's just, I think at points she is just making herself, or they're making her look weaker. and. I don't like that because they could do so much more with her character. They can kind of make her quote unquote bitchy and like really high intense and be like, all right, the one time she tried to do it, she got threatened by Homelander when she uh, threatened to release the videotape of him on that uh, airplane and quickly she backed down. Well, I feel like like it's no struggle. I think it's because it's reasonable. Like, because it's. I appreciate that they show her like she has grown compared to season one. She definitely has like a lot more backbone and it's, um, but at the same time, it's like, but you're still going against Homelander. Like make no mistake. This man can still like, if he wanted to destroy the world in a, in a, in a second. So it's like, it's, it's one of those things where even if she like stands up to him, there's no guarantee that it'll work out or that, you know, He'll even back down because depending on what the threat is, well, he might not that's care. Why she needs to like figure out? They need she, she needs to think more logically. Like she shouldn't really be going after Homelander. She needs to go after like the PRs and the publicity people because they're the ones who are really in control. They're telling Homelander to do this stuff. They're telling her to do this stuff. They're like, this is the way you're going to present it. And even they tell Homelander this stuff, and he's like, fine, I'll do it this way. And everything's with polls and numbers and stuff like that. So it's like, had they made her a little more... She thinks Homelander's pulling all these strings, but he's not entirely. It's the people who are obsessed with the publicity and even Stan. If she's if she's smarter, she'll go for those people. People pulling the strings. That, because Homelander bends to them quite easily when they tell him, this will look better for you. He like always like, well, I mean, people are going to like me more this way, I guess so. So it's like, there are other ways to combat it. And I think I'm hoping more within the season, she'll be able to see that. Especially when he was like, you, we have to start playing dirty. We have to not, we can't beat them on like this high horse level. We have to like kind of drop down. And that's one of the ways to do it by attacking basically the corporation more than the product they created. Because if you go after the product, I mean, you can get the product ban, but the corporation still exists. You have to go for, like, the heart of it. And a lot of that is that company that's creating these super, or creating this theme and, you know, creating everything with it. So I think if she learns the game a little more, I think there's, like, hope for her character. Right now, they're all just going after, like, Homelander, but, like, leaving this company and corporation... Alone, which they can easily create another Homelander, which is the whole thing about, like, them trying to find the weapon. All right, you get rid of Homelander. Then the next one comes up. You get rid of them. And then eventually it's all suits well, because you don't know who's going to become the new one. 
I wonder too, because it's like Homelander is the most powerful, at least as far as we know right now. Um, Cause I'm willing, I'm wondering if Soldier Boy is as powerful as Homelander. We haven't really seen his powers either outside of like the, the basics, like, you know, super strength and stuff, but we don't know what else he can do. So I know I like, I'm assuming his powers are just Captain America's powers, but um, who knows? You might be surprised. I feel like to make him any threat to Homelander, he would have to have like immunity against the fire eyes because that's basically well, what makes they him can make the him most like, powerful. They can make him like Stormfront or Stormfront. Uh, I mean, granted, she she got shredded by Ryan's laser eyes, but um, also, uh, but you know, up until that point, there's that scene where like Homelander is lasering her boobs and <laughs> she's just like. Like she could take it, like he's yeah. just like he's focusing, and she could just take it. So I wonder if you know maybe Soldier Boy might be that um, durable too. Like he could take the blast or his shield too. Or, but it's yeah. like you know maybe he the per- he the person is like it would still hurt, but he could take it. Yeah, I think the only way to because they're not going to find the weapon. I mean, so Soldier Boy either has to be. The thing that can kill Homelander, or at least like knock him down a step, or Starlight really has to go start going after like the people who are controlling the image and everything, because that's another thing. They're all applauding Homelander when he, you know, talks about, "Oh, we're dating now," and she's like, "Well, fuck, I'm not gonna have anybody on my side because everybody in this company now just applauded him and everything." And she's got supersonic. <laughs> he's, he's, how much is that worth yeah he's he's not much help but you know she's got him i mean she she'll probably eventually have a train too once he's done with whatever i feel like a train is always A-train. out for just a train like i don't think she'll have a train on her side i feel like if only under fat shames him a little bit more he, he would he would she would probably have a train just to like <laughs> get rid of him, but like not like on his side. On his side, I I really hope. I don't know what with the the way this show is. I do not know what they're going to do with a train. If they're actually going yeah. to make him helpful to the community, or if they're just gonna have him continue on with yeah. what he wanted to portray. Well, because him and the deep are both like both in the comic and in the show are kind of like joke characters. Like they, they're there, but they don't really get like impactful stories. They're more just like there to kind of have some fun scenes with, of like these two douchebag people (laughs) trying to accomplish things and then failing when they don't accomplish them. That's, yeah, especially the that. deep. Absolutely. Like the deep is constantly getting crapped on in this show, like all the time. <laughs> I think any parody of Aquaman tends to get crapped on because they're like, "We're landlocked. What do you, what is your talking to a fish is going to help us with?" Well, even because control of water going to do his is worse because he can't even control water. All he can do is swim real good and talk to fish, and he has a little bit of super strength. That's it. So he's not even like Aquaman, Aquaman. He's just like the the great value brand Aquaman. <laughs> and then A Train can't even run anymore. 
Yeah. Or he can't run as fast. He was injured. Well, he, like, yeah, they're not really clear about that. Because I'm like, can he just not run in general? Or is it that he can't run for long periods of time? Or, like, or, because they say, like, if he runs again, his heart could explode or it could be fine. I'm w- which I'm willing to bet because Jesse T. Usher is like famous now. Like they're probably going to have A Train run again, and it's going to be fine, and he'll be okay. From what it from what it sounded like, it, they kept like saying he can't run as fast. So I think if he runs as fast as he used to, it's probably going to just accelerate his heart rate to the point of exploding. Right. Um, I think with this show, it can go so many different directions. I do like that about the show where you can't really pinpoint on who's going to do what other than Homelander. You're not going to sure you're not sure what the character is actually going to do. Like Billy the Butcher, he's, you know, now taking superhero serum and he has the same powers as uh Homelander except flight. That's the only one he's missing. Except- but I mean, hey, you don't really need it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, also if you have flight, you're going to definitely ever the people are going to see that, oh, now you have superpowers. Like, that needs more explaining because he hasn't told his crew at all. Yeah. Which about I'm that, excited. And he's still trying to I'm excited to see them fight because they have that scene when they talk in, their, um, in the kitchen together. And they're like, yeah, like, let's, like, you know what? We should just have, like, a drag out, like, just hardcore fight. Like, you know, like, like the old days. And I'm like, well, now he's got the Tim V and his powers are virtually the same, even the promotional material has been playing that up where like they'll have homeland yeah. on one side shooting his red lasers uh butcher on the other side shooting his yellow lasers so um at each other so i'm like i want to see that fight like how that would go i'm interested to see how they're going to have butcher move forward with this plot line because it's clear that this the serum has made him like very ill because he's trying to get it out and he has no control over it at all but, like, I wonder if he's going to get addicted and, you know, have those, like, withdrawal symptoms from it, if that's mm. going to have an effect. Or if he's going to, you know, three days later, he's like, why am I still having symptoms? What's going on? They're like, well, I guess there's a lasting effect. Because they didn't, they told him, like, we don't know the full effects of this. We don't know for sure if this is going to completely work. And yeah, it's also, or if it's addictive or if it's just permanent. Like, they think yeah. it's temporary, but it has, like, lasting effects, like you said, where maybe he just keeps his powers. Or if you take more of the serum, is it going to develop new powers for you or something mm, like that? Or are you going to become that? Yeah, that's another question. Like, do you, is it always the same powers or do you get different powers yeah. every time you take it? Yeah, because, I mean, Homelander and Butcher just fighting with laser eyes isn't much of a battle, I feel like. You just end up standing there staring at each other intensely. You could well, just thing- play that don't blink game. I think the thing that would make that that fight interesting too is that Homelander doesn't clearly doesn't have skills because he's never needed them. He only because he can like laser people, like any has super That's strength. True. Versus Butcher has had to fight people, so he can fight, and he'll have superpowers. <laughs> so I feel like uh, it will it'll be an unfair fight because Butcher will just kick home the crap out of homelander because he doesn't know how to fight he doesn't have any skills because he's never had to that's true too homelander has is just a product of what he was made to be um but i think also butcher doesn't have the stamina that homelander has Mm, because the way they present it he's he's like tired he's like 
middle-aged man. He doesn't take care of himself. He's an alcoholic. So, like, Homelander could definitely fight longer than he could. So it's like, you can take the hits until he's, like, tired out. Because it doesn't... The serum doesn't show that he's, like, surviving better or he's, like, healthier or, like, can last longer. He still seems tired and exhausted. Mm-hmm. Whether that's emotional state or physical state, it, that still plays into a big effect when you're trying to have that last brawl. Um, I wonder if they're going to have more moments like that where Homelander and Butcher just have conversations like that in, like, the privacy because Homelander definitely knows that Butcher, you know, wants to kill him. But there's that whole where you're friends with your enemy mm-hmm. thing that people tend to, you know, like because it's like, oh, like we're enemies, but we're having a civil conversation. Like, I know you're out to kill me and, you know, I'll kill you when I when I can. The heat is off Homelander. Um, I wonder if they're going to have that, like, develop into this, like, weird friendship you know kind of like almost like they had in like season two for a split second when they were just trying to well no not with homelander but like the boys and the team seven kind of had that weird like moment when they were trying to stop uh stormfront right so i'm i'm wondering if they're going to try to bring that back to the smaller scale of just like the current home We'll see, because I like the, also, this is cool. This is, uh, I was talking about how season one was like the comic. This is the closest we're getting to the comic too, because uh, in the comics, firstly, all of the boys have powers. They take Compound V like immediately. So all of them have superpowers, Um, just varying degrees. Like they have very generic powers, you know, like super strength and. So Frenchie and Butcher are the only ones not really with powers. Because Kamiko does, and then Mother's Milk does. No, in the comics, all of them do. All of them oh. have taken Compound V. Um, in fact, Huey, Butcher just injects him without his consent. <laughs> and just like, he's just like, yeah, we all have Compound V in our system. And now you do too. And he's like, ah, what the hell was that? <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Especially comic version. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can see that happening. So they, so they all have powers. Um, so that, I thought that was interesting that they're kind of slowly getting into that idea um, with this temporary V. But then also, um, you know, they all, they work uh, in the comic from the jump. They work for the CIA or uh, FBI, one of the two, and are um, at the flat, um, at the flat iron building, like as their base of ops. And stuff like that. So I'm like, this is really cool. This is an interesting place for the boys to be that we're basically back in, like we're in comic book boys mode where they're at the, at the Flatiron building. Kamiko and uh, Frenchie are like really close friends, just like in the comics. Um, but- Butcher and Huey are, are kind of going back and forth. I mean, it's always been in the, in the show, but in the comics, it's also always the thing. Um, so I'm interested to see. Uh, how much more stuff they pulled? Uh, but what's your what's your? Uh, well, I guess you know. Do we should we give a rating for the the season's not over yet? Yeah, probably not. I feel like this is still very underdeveloped for season three, and you know, there's still so much more to come. We could give this rating and then end up hating it and having to change it like Malcolm Marie. That's how I feel or, about Obi Wan, where I'm like, I want to give Obi Wan like. A sort of like you know just like yeah it's good but i'm like 
but we still got more episodes left. And I don't want to just <laughs> definitively say it's good. And then the show starts to suck. And then I'm just like, what? like, and then, you know, God forbid, you know, once we finally, uh, you know, get so big that we get advertisers, like advertisers are like, tell them that it's good. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, um, it's do- also like that last episode can always make or break you too. In like Learn shows. That for Moon Knight. So <laughs> yeah, which we were discussing before this because I was like, I was like, all right, okay, I'm learning more because I've only seen things on TikTok. I've been wanting to watch it because I like Oscar Isaac, and then I was learning more from you, and I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> all right, this is going way downhill for me really quick. Okay, this is what happened. It made me question some stuff too. Um, so I don't think a rating is necessary, but I do think. You know, giving the final thoughts of like, well, are you going to come back to it? Did you enjoy the first three episodes? And like, do you think it's worth watching this season? Yeah, I, I me personally, I'm uh, like, I was already on board because I have been loving the show way more compared to the comic. Uh, and I would say to anybody who is thinking of reading the comic, give it a shot. See if you like it. But I'm going to be on and I'm going to tell you right now, it is not this show. So just know that going into it. Um, that being said, though, if you do like seasons one, if you like season two, you're going to like season three, um, at least the start of it. Uh, and for me personally, I am liking where they're going. I like the questions and, and plot points they're starting out with. I'm curious to see where it goes. I'm curious to see more of the commentary, you know, and how far that goes. So I'm going to stick with it for sure. And um I'll let you know my thoughts once once the show's over. <laughs> what about you, Alex? Are you sticking with uh, with this one? Yes, mainly to see Jensen Ackles. <laughs> that man. If I get, uh, I'll give you one spoiler for episode four. You do get to see a naked Jensen Ackles. So I know I've already seen bits on TikTok. <laughs> I am <laughs> not going to say anything because my mother listens. Um, but I am excited to see him in that year Uh, but I think this show like I said season 2 seemed to take a dip it lost my interest I didn't really watch season 3 I did watch you know the final part of it of course with Storm Funds but with season 3 it's actually been very interesting I like the character development and I, I like how they're working with Huey and Huey's part of the government and they're kind of working with Starlight, but not directly working with Starlight mm-hmm. they're on this weird same team thing. I do think they need better introductions to their villain characters or they're like characters that they're just trying to introduce like Soldier Boy and even Stormer. But they were like, this is they're here. That's it. Accept them and move on. And it's kind of like, whoa, what? <laughs> I feel like I'm missing crucial information, but then they're trying to spread out that crucial information throughout the episodes. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, then I feel like you're kind of wasting this time frame that could have like used more. I don't know. I think certain things are done. Um, I th- just the the kind of characters that you know, like A Train and the Deep, and you know the other superheroes that are just heavy parodies that are there for mocking. Uh, I'm they're so cringeworthy <laughs> that like anytime they appear on screen, I'm just like, what are they doing? What are they doing now? 
Um, especially well, think- the deep's wife. I'm curious to see how where that because there's you you see it like she's uh, something's going on with her. She's very manipulative. Oh yeah, and I'm definitely. wondering where that's um, going as far as like I, her. her I'm gonna. Like, I deep feel relationship. like the company probably could marry him. Whatever. Well, but, she's from the cult, I think. Remember the um. Oh yeah. That they like they they're the ones that put them together. But I did put up on our Instagram because they showed that he has a Lifetime movie coming out, not without my dolphin. <laughs> and I was like, I would watch that. I would. I would just for that running scene alone when he's just running. He's like a light jog through some park, and I'm just like, he's like, I know what I gotta do. <laughs> what run? That what? And then like, and then Billy Zane as the <laughs> as the head of I, the of the church. Of course, it's Billy Zane. Billy Zane's just like in. Billy Zane is like, where's Waldo? Like, you'll just spot him and be like, for a second, you don't recognize him. And then you, like, he's on the screen just a little longer. And you're like, what's Billy Zane? Dude, what? the what cameo game there? in this show is on point, too. Because, like, Billy Zane in that movie, Charlize Theron is freaking Stormfront yeah. in the Dawn of the Seven movie. I was like, Charlize Theron, she doesn't even look like Stormfront at all. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Like. They they're they they know how to choose people out and it it's not a like full like oh it's a wink. No, they're like there and then you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, I know what's going on here. <laughs> um but I'll definitely I think I will return to it. I do wanna see episode four for a particular reason, and I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um but I also just wanna see how butcher is going to deal with like having superpowers now because you said it's not like the comics where they immediately start taking it so he has to start learning to be a soup soon well also because and dealing with that because comics they take it once and then they just have powers like this is yeah this is a completely new thing but it's an interesting thing and i like the idea of them like it's only temporary but also with the way kimiko and ryan are regretting their powers not wanting this and then him kind of just blatantly getting you know doing this kind of behind their back and develop uh, getting superpowers it's like you do not hear what we're saying like at all like what the fuck are you doing man do you not hear what we're talking about especially because it's just like the inhumans thing where i'm like you don't know what powers you're going to get what if you get one that like i don't know like makes all your limbs fall off and then when you go back to normal you don't get your limbs back (laughs) It's the boys' universe. That could happen. Yeah, and then also it's like you're getting the powers of Homelander, so like that's kind of ominous. You want the powers of like your greatest rival? Wouldn't you want something like to counteract those? You're gonna become like him, and there's that threat too that the butcher will develop like him. I think so he already think... is. It's just he doesn't have the powers. Well, now he does. Well, he doesn't have power, but he doesn't also have power and influence. Well, he does because he has like the boys. Like it's very much the same thing where it's like with the boys, he's very much like you will do as I say because right, I'm Right, but butcher. I mean with like the people, he doesn't have the public platform. Oh, well, yeah. I just mean Which, in, like his mentality, like how he treats the boys oh, yeah. and stuff. He's very yeah. much exactly like Homelander, except the difference is, is that his justifications are justifiable and that he's like, no, like the soups are dangerous and they're killing people. Uh, whether it be on accident or not, like they're too dangerous. 
But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but you're just as much of a, a selfish a villain jerk too. and a villain as he is. The only difference is you what? you can justify it in your own mind. Well, like I meant with the public platform, because that can also make, well, just like we saw with Gunpowder and Homelander, public platforms make you dangerous. True. Too, yeah. Or make you more dangerous. And he doesn't have that yet. So if he develops powers, you know, if he develops that public platform, he can just become the next Homelander that goes that whole trying to get the weapons. Top Homelander, well, they're kind of creating over here on the side already, who has everything besides the public image mm -hmm. that Homelander has. So I'm wondering if, like, that's eventually how they're going to go. Again, never read the comics. I don't know if that is what they're leaning towards or if they're just going to be like, Butcher, this is bad and knock it off. And he, like, weirdly might. I don't know. So I'm interested to see how they're going to develop Butcher's character and also Kimiko's character. So I'm looking, yeah, I'm going to keep, I think I'm going to actually stick with it. I think it's a pretty decent show. Just if you're going to watch it, be prepared for some gross scenes. Very. Just very gross scenes. Right, but where can they find oh. you, Jerome? Oh my goodness, you can find me. <laughs> Will you be awake when they find you? Maybe, I might be. Uh, you'll find me at Not Jerome Rhett on Instagram as well as at RoboZooMedia and at Jerome underscore the underscore show to see other things I'm working on. Um, Alex, go ahead and tell the people where they can find you. You can find me at Alex and Nobody on Instagram and on TikTok as well as I run the uh, TikTok account for the first ones to die and the bookcast. We now officially have our own TikTok as well, because I think people get confused with what we're talking about here to like the books we're talking about. So uh, there is bookcast podcast is the TikTok name. So I run three counts. Um, but the first ones to die is also on all our social media, such as Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, again, TikTok, where you can, you know, DM us, send us message, or send us an email at the first one to die at gmail.com, or come take a look at the video version of this podcast on YouTube. And what else can they find on YouTube? Yeah, you can find all types of stuff on YouTube, including a bunch of extra content that you can only get on YouTube, stuff like book reviews, mini reviews, uh, gaming content, vlogs, all types of stuff. So go on over there to uh, at the first ones to die on youtube.com to see all types of extra content that's exclusively over there. And then we will see you next week for probably, well, I'm unsure. Did we ever agree? Uh, Miss Marvel. Miss <laughs> Marvel is what we're doing. Miss Marvel. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go ahead and review Miss Marvel. Yeah, the premiere of Miss Marvel, including an extra episode, because by the time we record that episode, uh, that episode it'll be two episodes out so be on the lookout for that in the meantime have a great day or great morning or great night whatever time you're listening to this and we will see you next time bye bye <laughs>